said you can't go home? Real Estate Exposed, brought to you by Signature Real Estate. Real Estate Exposed is all about helping homeowners and those who would like to be homeowners and those who would like to get into real estate. Good morning, everyone. We are here, Real Estate Exposed. Um, we are a vodcast podcast. We've recreated the vodcast thing. My name's Father Mabala. I'm the corporate broker of Signature Real Estate Group, and this is Shelly Panzarella, branch manager for Prosperity Lending. Yeah. Did you think I forgot? No, I was like, what is she going to call me today? What is she going to call me? <laughs> and we're missing Brandon. I don't know why we're so far apart. I don't know why we're so far apart because you went out of town. Like a month ago. No, it hasn't quite <laughs> been two weeks yet. I feel like it's almost there. It's, it hasn't quite been two weeks. We're almost there. Okay. Monday. So, Monday. so you'll start to call me. And Monday, you and I can start making out again. Oh, yummy. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so Brandon's missing today. Our um, incoming president, is, president elect, president elect. is uh, super busy with his president elect duties or something like that. So is this shit gonna so. happen? <gasps> is this gonna happen all the time now? Why like he's so just going to be? <laughs> Did you say shit? It's too scared. early, right? It's too early I to mean, scare I don't know our in your cup. But <laughs> exactly. I'm okay with it. Uh, uh, is it? Is this going to be how like our life is gonna look like? We're just gonna have to. So I, we've talked about this because usually every, like once a month, they'll have meetings on Thursdays. So I was like, if our show's on Thursdays, we need to fix this, right? Yeah. We're not going to be able to, to one, you know, once a month not have you on the show. That would be silly. Although, I mean, let's see how today goes. And maybe we don't need him. <laughs> well, the other option was to go dark, right? But we can't do that because our fans need us. Our fans. Our, our two fans. How many do we have on there, Beta? One, one view today? One viewer? It's, well, it... it <laughs> Or two. Well, we also started a little early today because yes. originally that's what Brandon needed. Yes. So we rescheduled we our now. whole schedule for today for Brandon. And he's still, and not, he's here. still not here. We'll just keep asking him questions. Yeah. What do you think about that, Brandon? Do you think that was jacked up? I mean, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> All right. So should we talk about... Stats? Uh, stats. Yes. Let's do stats. My mouse stopped working. I don't know what happened. Is that because you've got the Invisaligns or what's... Um, my mouse... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. It's too early. I can't Stop hear very my well. mouth. My mouse. Got it. Um, stopped working. I don't know what happened to it. I charged it last night. and it's So a lot of people are going to say it's an HP because I got one of them and I have that same issue. So we don't have stats. I have this. I don't know. Chris printed this out for us and there's a lot of information. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're welcome. Are the stats that. on here? No. I don't, oh. I mean, that's so... That is a document where stats get done every single month. So we have access to that. The problem with the stats from there is that the, they're, they're monthly, right? Mm. So it doesn't give you real time what's actually happening right now. Like I can tell you that we've got about 938 listings that popped on the market in the last seven days. That's not going to tell you that. That's going to be right. month to month. And it, it's... Um, and so we've, we've been lucky though, because through applied analysis, we have access to that, to that data. Whereas before we would have to ask the title companies for it. Do you remember he used to be like, uh, like we used to pack ourselves in to see him speak at those yes. crystal ball events. And yes. so to have this at your, I mean, to have this, this is part of your yes. membership dues, right? Yes. 
the information is amazing and it's great information. Yep. Nope. I agree. So we had, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a gentleman on that did, you know, for the flip flipping homes and stuff, Casey Ryan, by the way, did you finally watch that? Casey, show? I did. Uh, let me just say, I mean, I'm not going to try to Ryan get Casey? my, no, Casey Ryan, <laughs> my, uh, replacement in here, but I, that was actually probably one of our best shows. That I listened great, to right? it. Yes. Took a lot of notes. I think I'm going to be a, um, I'm going to be a new newborn flipper. Uh, thanks to that show. So Yay! if any, I don't even, you know, we'll see. I mean, a mobile home is like 30,000. I could try to figure out how to flip that, but oh. no, a lot of great information on how, like how he figured out the ROI, like in a second, right? I that know. calculation was I mean, we had to go back. Both Valerie and I were like, wait, what did you just... Yeah, carry the one and then what? There's no carry one anymore. You don't carry the right. one anymore. Yes, the intuitive training. But if you if you did not see that show, I would go back. It's called the Coronials. Uh, Cora, Is that what you guys oh, are calling? Coronials. Coronials. The Coronials, yeah. Because yep. you guys are predicting how many babies were going to be born because of... Coronavirus. The coronavirus. So not the millennials, but the Coronials. Yes, yeah. Took me a minute. So one of the things that he said was, you know, I don't even look at the data that's outside of Las Vegas. Like I don't bother with uh, Boulder. I don't bother with Pahrump. I don't bother with, right? Which when we actually do, and he pulls out manufactured homes because it's not relevant to him. But when we do our, our stats here, we do everything, right? Yeah. We do whatever is available. And it just occurred to me, we have an agent in our office that actually has listings from Hawaii that she's putting into the MLS and those would show up under the zero 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 code um, in our MLS because we're the 11th Island, 9th Island. Really? 11th Island? 9th. 9th Island. Yeah. And so, because there's only eight in Correct. actual Hawaii. I was so. born on one of them. Yes, I always say the 9th. Unless some have come to fruition because of water, global warming, I'm not sure. Right. Betty, so, can you check the facts on that for us, please? Just kidding. Yeah, can you check facts on that? There might be 11 Island. We might be the 11th Island. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 9th Island. But anyway, so he pulls out all that information. The other thing I noticed is that there are actually, when you put in the 000 code in the in our MLS, you can actually, um, there is a, a lady in town that posts properties from Utah in our local MLS. And so our local MLS allows it as long as there's some form of connection or cooperation between Utah and us within the offices that actually hold that listing. So I'm working on an agent with an agent in our office that wants to do this for Hawaii. And so knowing that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Let's pull all that information out. We're still on stats, by the way. That we're on the stats section. Of I'm our, still of our mesmerized by the how a Hawaii. So the property is in Hawaii that Correct. they're listing. So the agent is here in Las Correct. Vegas. Correct. And so what huh. we do is we offer a referral fee on it cool. yeah. in case somebody here wants to look up property in Hawaii. Now, interesting because we are the Ninth Island. Um, but we have a lot of people from Hawaii that come here, so maybe they're looking, right? So that's the idea. Anyways, so I pulled out all of that information for the stats, right? So I'm only going from, like, um, <coughs> the main – what did I put in here? I, I don't know. It doesn't say. But anyway, so I <laughs> did it for, like, the main Las Vegas, Henderson, city of North Las Vegas, only those sections, not including Pahrump, even though when we talked about in that show, like, we have – there's a lot of – homes in Pahrump. Pahrump's, you know, going to be another style of, uh, a, you know, another little area where Vegas will be referred to will go out that far. Like right? it'll be a Henderson, you think? Maybe. Or like a Southern a, Highlands? I mean, if you think about it, those people who live in Nellis, that's 
you right that yeah for them it might be i don't know like it's it's a pretty big drive to get to you know southwest yeah for them or from northwest las vegas to get to henderson or even that hendertucky remember those homes that we talked about from a couple of shows ago Mm -hmm. right that's going to take some time for somebody so it'd be similar i mean if you get to perump only takes you 40 minutes to get over the hump yeah what hump i have it took me an hour and a half yeah well you also drive slow so Going back to stats. Ah, okay, start. So yeah, stats. Based off of you know pulling out the manufactured properties, so only looking at single-family townhomes or condos, um, we have a total of six thousand three hundred and sixty-six listings. So that's the number I think that we're going to start looking at. Okay. Is that okay with you? I'm fine. What were we at last week so that we have a new basis line or baseline? I don't know what it was last week because remember last week we only talked about it really quickly and very yeah. very fast because we had Haiti on. Um, or Heidi. Heidi, Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yes. Um, and so we didn't really talk about it a ton during that show. But let me pull the sold properties in the last, um, not even the last seven days, just overall sold. And we have, uh-oh, I screwed that up. Hold on. I screwed that up. So give me a second. Um, <clears throat> yep, totally screwed that up. So we have an just overall sold within the last year, right? We're looking at a total of, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me, see, I can't do it because I have the- You under pressure? 18,455. I mean, no, it's our show. We can talk about whatever the heck we want. So <laughs> you're right. I'm not under any pressure at all. Yeah. Um, Brand is not here to judge us, so. Yeah. <laughs> but we're judging him. Exactly. Um, all right. So last seven days, we've had 850 homes that have actually sold. 853 homes is what I, from the moment that I clicked. So random. So 853 homes that have, that have sold in the last seven days. And of those, highest priced is? Uh, 1.5 million. Nope. Higher? I know. You got, you got last week. Remember I screwed you up? Yeah. Yeah, higher. Higher. All right. Four. Oh, I was going to say 3.2, but go ahead. I- 4,550,000. 4, and that took 712 days. 712 days like what is that yeah. math on years that's a math long time years yeah so it's like two years right two, yeah <laughs> how many how many days are in a year <laughs> 700 well i gotta do no. my so how many days are in a 365 year? <laughs> right yeah are there yeah so 1.97 years just under two years yeah dang Yep. But a $4 million, I mean, 4.5, 4.5 it million. It was actually listed at 4.750, 11,000 square feet. And I know what your next question is going to yes, be. Yes. Please tell me, where is it located? It is located McDonald Highlands. Really? I want to go look at that house. Do you remember when we did a tour from Aria? Remember when we yes. were on the, do, do you? Yeah. Or, well, we did the Escaya and then we did uh, Dragon yes. Ridge. Yeah. No, we did McDonald <laughs> McDonald Highland. Is yeah. it? We did the home of, um, what are they called? The million dollar homes or whatever. There was a whole tour yeah. on them. It was, it was called the street. Wasn't it like street a, of dreams? Yeah. yeah. Street yeah. of dreams. Right. Yes. You remember that? Yes. Oh my God. Those homes. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. When are we going to do that again? When I don't know. Do anything again. We have to sign up for one of those 
trade organizations. You mean go preview a house or? <laughs> yeah, let's go preview some houses. I think we should just go look at a couple of. That sounds like fun, houses. actually. I think it's, uh, yeah, just for just for funsies. Can I'm you sure do the, that? Just I'm go sure in. the sellers would love that. <laughs> I can create a pre-approval letter if you need it, just to get into the house. Okay, we don't actually. Just do kidding. That. We're very totally clear. kidding. Brandon's not here to censor us. So. <laughs> we just don't do that here. <laughs> Oh like, my goodness. I mean, so we would have a buyer somewhere that would want to go see it. They don't do that? Like, you really can't just go preview at no, five minutes? Uh, no? no, you have to have a buyer that's... And this is exactly why somebody like you screwed it up for, <laughs> some, for all these other people <laughs> with some fake letter <laughs> that came about, which is why you have to go through... Like, So most people who can buy homes that price point, right, usually have gone through an entire... Oh my God, this is a great topic. Let's talk about pre-approval versus pre-qualifying. Let's do it. No, seriously. Okay. So what's the difference between the two? And then tie it all back into high-end listings. So I, I mean, I think every lender considers it different because the loans that I have picked up, um, you know, they start off with what they consider to be a pre-approval and they get to a week before closing and all of a sudden that pre-approval is no longer valid. For me, a pre-qualification would be me randomly like talking to you and saying, so tell me how much you make. Tell me what your credit looks like. Tell me how much you want to pay. So back to stated income days. But just, you know what I'm saying? Well, but I just tell you I make this exactly. much money and bam, I got a loan. Right. But for me, when I say you're, you know, you'd qualify for yeah. this amount, that's just like hypothetical. If you wanted to start dreaming, this is what it would look like for you. Uh, when we say pre when I say pre-approval, I've looked at your pay stubs, I've pulled your credit. You know, if you're in the conforming range, I've run what we call our automated underwriting, um, and I know that the data that I've input into there is accurate. You know, so for me, it's that's not made up. It's not stated. It's yeah. not like, oh, my credit score is seven hundred and ninety. And yeah. you're like, no, it's not. It's four twenty. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you mean min minus the zero, carry the one, subtract the ten. Um Yeah, so so how that relates to jumbo financing, uh, our conforming loans, so anything below five hundred and ten thousand is uh, would follow this automated underwriting process. I have had the um um I've been able to to do a few jumbo loans in the last uh, few months, actually, and the process is completely different for me because it's completely investor um, qualified. Like the investor can look at something and it's very discretionary for them. It's hard for me to like issue just that immediate pre-approval. I can say your income looks great. I can say this looks great. But there could be something that the investor will pick up that uh, may make it difficult for us to proceed as jumbo financing. So a lot of times I get those done first, uh, like ahead of time before we... Because it takes more time. It does. Yeah, it does. So I, yeah, I have a, um, a client of mine actually who called you about her uh, refinancing her property. And mm -hmm. this was back in March or April because she wanted to get a pool put in and whatnot. Well, she's reconsidering because she went jumbo or she had to do a HELOC. Yeah, to make um, to, to make, to get that pool or to whatever. And, and so her rate ended up being five point something. And I was like, you need to call Shelly back and refinance yeah. because jumbo, cause there was a time where jumbo loans just weren't, they weren't, um, competitive in rate. Yeah. Yeah. Thank we have an investor. Yeah. I could see it right here. We have uh, that's what makes us great with or without Brandon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, some guy used to... The reason we have this chair out here. Um, President-elect too busy for us, Brandon. Uh, so where was I going with that? Holy crackers. 
What were we talking about? We were talking about jumbos not being as competitive. Oh, so we have an investor now uh, who is actually as competitive as conforming rates for us. What? Like I was pricing somebody out and they were at 2.875. I was pricing at a 700 loan amount, 740 credit score. Um, but then I was pricing my same bar who was 499, 740 credit score, same rate. I was no like, way. wow, yeah, I know it. So I think that there's, there definitely is an opening for Jumbo. There's some investors who feel like it's a different quality client. Now, you know, not a yeah. stated income. I want to use bank statements, whatever the case may be. It's definitely going to be somebody who's very straightforward with income. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, you know, tax returns and and or W twos or yeah, they don't make shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, and it's kind of a, it's a two year like dive into their income. But and that, most of those people, though, if you think about it, right, and uh, are a little bit creative when it comes to stuff. Anyway, so my last jumbo investor, like, legitimately, or client came with fourteen binders of all of his businesses. Jesus, I know. Well, first I was like, damn, I'm kind of impressed that you because it takes me like. It takes me 10 months from the year before just to get my one-year tax returns <laughs> together. Um, thank you to my CPA. But, uh, yeah, organize, like, tabs. And I, I really asked him, I'm like, do you do this just, like, in general? Or, like, did you do this for me specifically? He's like, this is just how I, how many years do you want? I'm like, no way. <laughs> like, so there was a time where I organized myself, and then I started just selling property and I, or businesses, and I didn't care anymore. Really? What? Yeah. And I think it's because of that, right? Because if you have a business, you, you have to be able straight. Otherwise, yeah. And then you, you have to, to have the records back to it. You have to be able to say, okay, that happened. Okay, that was that business, not yeah. this one. Yeah. But I mean, imagine in a paperless <clears throat> world, we're taking we tore, we tore down every single one of those binders, put them together so our that under jumbo underwriter could review it. And I mean, honestly, it was really it was spotless as far as all the stuff that he'd had. But yeah. some lenders would look at that and go, thank you, try again. You know, yeah. Bob Felicia. <laughs> Bob Felicia. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the high-end stuff, yeah, even for me, I was like, I could, maybe I could look at a home in the 909000 because that would then be the yeah. same payment as my $400,000 house? No? No, it's the same interest rate. Oh, same interest rate, yes. It's different sorry, payments. is this my job or your job? <laughs> <laughs> well, could I, as the buyer, go look at one of those uh, homes at McDonald Islands, even if... As long as you qualify, but I need a legitimate pre-approval letter. <laughs> okay. I'm not even, I don't even want a pre-qual for you. I want a full-blown pre-approval and I'm not taking it from you. I'm getting it from someone else. So go ask a friend in the business. Ask a friend. Does yeah. anybody want to take my pre-approval? Do my pre-approval for me. Just yeah. kidding. Because it's time for you to get a new home. You think? I think so. 15 years. I think, is my husband watching this? I, you know, if, if there Still were. just beta. Just beta. <laughs> beta, what do we got? Two, three viewers? Two. Yes. Thank Shelly's you for our second. I'm not today. I, I'm <laughs> off. Um, yeah, if we could figure out, if we could find a home that was like a 12-car garage, three-bedroom home, I'd be, I think we'd be happy. A 12-car garage? Yeah, because I, Three-bedroom. Yes. Is that, is there such a thing? Yeah. Where? Can you find that for me? Yeah, it's called a custom home. <laughs> so what you do is you build it from ground up. <laughs> right? That's, you also buy it for $4.4 million. <laughs> Because those what big old homes that house has. Let's be honest. Let me look. Let me look this up. Because I think that's that would be cool. my ideal home. So I'll throw that out there as well. If you want to get me a pre-approval pre-approval oh letter, that's only three car garage. See, right? That's a gigantic mansion. Goodness gracious! Twelve, me. twelve bedrooms. I'm gonna look and see. No, you said twelve car garage. Yeah. 
Okay, what if I do, what if I put in 10 car garage? Do you think there's any homes that are currently available for 10 car garages? I and search. Why do you need so many? I don't understand. Well, so uh, my husband has three vehicles. We have two ATVs. We have a snowmobile, which we've probably used once. We no longer own our condo in uh, Bryanhead. I have my one vehicle. We have a moped. We have, um, and Sydney will be driving the end of the year. So, I mean, that's that's at least 10. So the moped is hers? <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her yet. <laughs> oh, the secret's out. Sorry. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't watch this show. <laughs> she doesn't have Facebook. <clears throat> so get this. You can actually, there is a home with a 10-car garage. Oh, holy moly, Shelly. Is it full-blown affordable for you? What is it? Manufactured home? It is in... In an area you don't want to be in. I'm just kidding. I don't know where it is. It's been listed for 237 days, but... 237. It is 450,000. <gasps> 10-car garage, three bedrooms, four bathrooms. What? I, there's also another one with a 12-car... Oh, my God. <laughs> there's a 16-car garage home with a pool. In Las Vegas? With a pool for 749,000. Where? It's a single story, dude. We're about to you and I are about to live in Let a me just create that pre-approval letter. Hold on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go preview the house right now. Oh, it's like a compound. It's what you've been wanting. A concubine compound. It's a concubine so compound. Get out. <laughs> you got to tell me the address and I'll Oh let's my see. god, where is this place? Holy, and it's Is got it water in Pearl And nothing else. It has what? It's got water near it. It's got a pool, but nothing else. It's, what do you mean water near it? You can get horses if you really wanted. Is it by the wash? Is that what you're talking about at water? I don't, it's, I got to look up the map. This is a lot. It's an area 810. Don't okay. ask me. <laughs> I like it. Okay, hold We're on. I have this map. <laughs> Why do you guys use these numbers, by the way? So 810 is not on the Vegas map. It's in Pahrump. Over the hump. It's only 45 minutes. I mean, it, okay. If you worked in, you know, Summerlin. <laughs> Right, like on from, that side. Of that might be a little hard for my uh, my for the commute. Yeah. Hey, but it's out there, right? For yeah. for a hot second, we didn't well, think it was even possible. And so let's talk about Perum. What's going on out there? That's making you guys talked about that two sh episodes ago. Yeah. Like, what's happening out there? So Perum has <clears throat> ooh, there's one off Hacienda. Eight hundred and forty-nine thousand. I think she's trying to sell me a house. She's a damn good realtor. Let me just tell you that. Four bedrooms. No, this one's six bedrooms with four full baths, one three-quarter baths, twelve car garage. What? Twelve car garage. What's that address? Single story. For sale. For sale. Forty thousand five hundred square foot lot. Oh, what's the address? Do you want to give me that? I or? don't know if I can. Or do you want to share that? Is it? Ooh, you know who's got it listed? Craig. Craig Tan? Yeah. Craig Tan, show me that listing. Since, since this one right next to me will not. I have a great pre-approval letter. <laughs> seriously, Shelly, like, this is it. I'm going to save this home for you. We're going to go look at it. Okay. I know you qualify for that. Okay. And if okay. that's enough. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So what's happening in Pahrump? There's apparently a lot of construction going on over there. I don't pay attention to Pahrump because it's so far away. <laughs> But yeah, you should move there, Shelly, because then I'll never have to see you and I don't have to make the excuse that I'm quarantining from you. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not even a little. Um, there is a lot of homes that are being built out there. They're, they're actually comparable to homes here, but you've got like that life where, you know, you just chill all the time. It's like a small town, small town, town life. So small are they going to, uh, they, they also gonna... have weed and whorehouses. They have that here though, don't they? And 
Like they've got, you know, all sorts of stuff. We have a weed. Winery. Did you say weed as weed. in? Yeah, no. they, they sell weed. Weed. We do that here in Vegas though too. I know. But we I don't mean, have, we don't have the chicken ranches, brothels. The, yes. No, we do not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would probably be the one thing. I don't, I don't know if it'd be a, f- well, I'm trying to figure out why Pahrump is growing. Is it, are they going to get Cause, a mall? Because you can get a 12 okay, <laughs> garage for $500,000. I mean, are Californians going in there saying this is a steal no. of a deal? No, because so it's one of those, it's, you know, right now it's a small town, right? I yeah. Mean, I, I think it is anyway. It's a small town. And so they, there are some people that like that lifestyle where they don't want the hustle and bustle of Las Vegas. They don't want to be near the strip. They don't want to have to deal with clubs and the, you know, all that. I don't know. Do we have clubs open yet? Are we still? No. Yeah. yeah. They want to be able to drive in and say, hey, I'm yeah. coming in and this is town. But yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time, that used to be Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Very, very long, long time ago. Very long. I don't so know. long ago. I can't do that commute. I think that would be like living in Mesquite. Was Sorry, that? I found you on a Tropicana okay. Hacienda, so that's close enough. Craytan, hold that, hold that listing for me. I'm coming <laughs> to see it right now after the show. Sorry, you already have an agent? Stop talking. <laughs> so, so big news today. What's that? The eviction moratorium's been lifted. Get out. Yeah. Everybody thought that he was going to extend it. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter because you got the CDC still. Dude, right? you're like, you like that. You get all excited. You're like, boom. So it is right now um, we can start evicting for non-payment of rent, which is great, right? Because if you're not paying rent, bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. But <laughs> they can also prepare like a declaration. And so the CDC has... Um, some guidelines for what their declaration so here let me put it in cdc uh decla- i think i sort of gave like a synopsis of it and i was 100 percent incorrect so the form itself and incorrect in the sense where you need a couple of of key things noted in that form right which i think just downloaded so i'm having a hop you can talk while i'm figuring this out so the timeline on evictions was like in the very beginning, you could not do it. You could not talk to your tenants, period, right? Yep. And then that lifted when? That lifted um, July, August 1st, you could start having discussions. So end of July, um, you could start talking to tenants about repayment. Okay. And okay. then now we are officially saying you should have already gone through some sort of discussions with your landlords and tenants and if it's not working out it's time for you're able to right so you are you can in fact start the eviction process if you haven't got a payment plan together if the tenant is just ignoring you whatever like i was telling um you guys last week there is actually people that are now like i talked to one of my landlords yesterday and he was like yep go ahead and start small claims and so like i'm finding him an attorney to to start suing his tenants who haven't paid yet so but the but he's evicting first and then also or at the same time he's doing both yeah yeah he's doing both wow so we've already started the eviction process for this one tenant and we're looking at um filing so and just by we i mean the the landlord yeah so in your in his specific situation how long like when did they stop paying march oh really wow and were they you don't know if they were receiving unemployment or any of that stuff right we can't ask them that's the worst part about this whole thing we cannot ask them for proof of any of this so even this declaration that i'm going to run through um we can't ask for proof of any of this but it is under penalty of perjury so but i have to prove that they lied wow so you don't have access to the d 
theater system or whatever that stuff or like no, no not until you get in that yeah that fe- I feel like that's going to be you guys talked about this as well on that um, on the trustee uh, with Ryan Casey that cash for keys Casey si- Ryan Casey Ryan sorry <laughs> Casey Ryan just change his name um, yeah but he I mean the cash for keys type situation I think is going to come out right is going to be or are they just five day or I mean if you haven't had rent paid since April 1st, right? And yeah. the rent payments are about 1000 or two th- even $2,000. I have to do yeah, the math on my, I can't do it in my head. So Let's April, just May, do 1000 just to make it easy. September, October, November. November probably, right? October. So we're looking at six days. Six, six months. months. <laughs> six. six months times 2000 So 12. So 12000 Carry the one. Yeah, so 12000 You don't do that anymore, Shelly. We don't carry the one anymore. So $12,000 that this landlord has had to pretty much carry on. And and the thought would be that that tenant is going to be pretty pissed when they leave the house, right? Because they're, ki- they're not being um, kindly asked to, to leave. They're being yeah. basically... And so they could trash that home, right? Yep. Wow. And well, that is, again... Also, by the way, vandalism. Yeah, but how do you prove it? Well, they were the only ones with access to the home. Oh, uh, okay. Right. So that would be part of the, so it'd be the rent, late rent, and the, um, if they decided to yep, vandalize the home. We couldn't charge late payments until September 1st. So our timelines are all screwed up. So August 1st, we were allowed to start asking for payment plans, right? Let's figure out payment plans, whatnot. September 1st, we were, we were allowed to start charging late fees, a maximum of 5%, wow. right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the entire- 5%. <laughs> For a day or no, the entire month. So if but that changed during the last legislative session in 2019. Okay. So last year we had a legislative session, and in that legislative session, at the very last day, there was a bill that was introduced and language that was added to it on the very last day, um, and then voted on without any discussion at all. I remember you guys being a little pissed off about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they added that 5% late fee max for the entire max. month. Max. What is that going to do on $2,000, 5%? Yeah. What is that, Beta? Can you do the math on that first? A $100. Thank you, Beta. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. I got to do the math. I, we suck at math. We <laughs> Can I math. tell you I'm an amazing loan Asian? officer? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not 5000 she just racial profiled. Can, Beta, will you tell on her? $100. It's 100 I'm telling Brandon. All three of us are Asian. <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have the minority in the room today. Our, our minority. <laughs> Stop it, both of you. Oh, my God. He's right. cutting us off is what so, he's doing. <laughs> I thought he was trying to flex. Listen, it is not. I don't think that I racially profiled. I think that, you know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, so <laughs> let's do, let's, let's talk about the CDC thing. All right. Okay. So hold on. Back this up for a second. We could start charging late fees 5%. So that's a hundred dollars on 2000 bucks. So $2,000 rent. Yeah. 5% is a hundred dollars. So he would have gotten and 600 bucks for fees that he, oh, he can tack on 600 bucks for this six, $12,000. No, because it's only September and October. Oh my God. Because you couldn't charge late fees for April through August. <laughs> so, okay. And, and I mean, I realize I this mean, is- I'm really involved in this and it confuses the shit out of me. So imagine someone who hasn't really been like a part of, or doesn't care or has been evicted <laughs> since May. <laughs> it doesn't know. <laughs> it just keeps filing. Yes. 
<laughs> That's not funny. I know. It's not funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also kind of funny, right? Yes. So Sad, now with that 5%, there's still some tenant or some landlords that are charging tenants who don't know, who aren't, you know, have no idea. They're still charging tenants like 20 bucks a day for late fee, right? Now, if the, with the 5%, it doesn't matter when the tenant pays. That's the maximum I'm allowed to charge them. So if they pay on the 5th or they pay on the 20th, it's 5% total. So it doesn't matter what's on the lease agreement at all, right? That 5%. Wow. So lease agreements that came up for renewal, we made that change because the argument, our attorney was like, well, the argument could be that that if they pay based off of what the lease agreement says and it's no longer Nevada law. So Nevada law will always trump what your agreement says. So your agreement can say whatever the hell it mm -hmm. is, but Nevada law will trump, right? Well, what would and happen? Nevada law changed last year. I mean, mom and pops don't know. Like, I am a landlord. I don't. That's why you hire a property manager. <laughs> I mean, Who knows okay. what the hell they're doing? Yeah. I just want to point Are you, out. Okay, so you're going to buy me a house or you're going to pee on my, uh, That's my, gonna be the title my of the rentals? Show. I just want to point out. What is that? I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer knows what she's doing. Okay, so that, okay, so I'm a mom and pop, or you're, let's say your landlord, like, did he, because he's able to file for forbearance, right? Did he take advantage of the forbearance? Yeah, but he has to pay a fee on that. Yeah, and he so, has to pay it back. And he has to pay interest. Yeah. And he has to pay it back. Yeah. It's not free money Correct. for him, just like it's not free money for the tenant. Yeah, that's a that's a bad situation there. So but I'm so that's good for our landlords, right? Yeah. That they can start evicting, but they can't really get a tenant out until January. Sure. Ready? Wait, wait, this? wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if they do the form? So what are, are you gonna go through the so I'm gonna go through the form, okay, but here's the it. other thing is during this legislative session that happened this year the special session we talked about this in a couple of shows before yeah like, i think four or five shows before i don't know how many we've done so far but whatever halfway point um we <laughs> whatever it was from the beginning yes I got it. thank you not oh. that this is the halfway point not that we're yeah i know i'm like okay. and and now that so, concludes our show for the whole so i forgot what the uh, I would say you were talking about the uh, evictions and the form and yeah, yeah. forbearances. We went through that. Oh, SB one was passed during the special session. Yes. So SB one now requires. So special session was in July ish or whatever. Um, the it, during that special session, we are now required to have a mediation with landlords and tenants before eviction. And it's a 30-day. <laughs> so I evict you. You now have to go through mediation with me to figure out a payment plan for 30 days. We don't come to an agreement. The eviction process starts. So if I evict starts. somebody, starts. So if I start evicting somebody now, right, we are also on four-day work weeks for the court system. Wow. So not five anymore. You start eviction process. You go through... Whatever media. your number, 120,000. Once you get to your number, right, you're looking maybe mid-November to end of November, maybe early December. Courts close down for the holidays. What? You've got... <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So you could very realistically not have somebody out of the property until January, February. So now, your landlord... Now, the other thing. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, your landlord then has November, December... To pay for yeah. while while that tenant sits pretty and waits for yeah wow and 
what will likely happen is that a lot of the tenants will just move and not give forwarding addresses and you won't be able to find them and then oh. they're gone. How are you going to get money from them? They still owe this money, but how are you going to get money from them? What would that be like a collection that you guys would place so in there? So again, you'd fi- you file, you can file in small claims, you could put them through collection, you can, right? But it's yeah. at the expense of the landlord who's already suffered all this loss. Yeah, who has to pay for then. There's who couldn't sell their home because a tenant was in it until oh, recently. Oh, yeah, right. Who couldn't, right? I mean, they could sell it, but they couldn't, if the tenant didn't agree to let anybody in, it would be as is. Nobody could look at it. Nobody could get into it. It's a, it, it, it's a pretty hot mess. And yet, so everybody was looking forward to it happening today, thinking that it was I mean, we going to be extended. To September, because if it happened in September, we could have gotten somebody out by November. Oh, just based on the time. Well, I mean... If I remember correctly, you had said it was like 200,000. 294,000. Yeah. So assuming even 50% of them (coughs) have to go through this mediation process, I mean, are the court systems... Like, I thought that number was massive. Yeah. But that's the number that everybody's using, and that's why they keep... That's why they extend it again. That's why they did SB1. That's why they have the source of income ordinance. It's because of numbers, and I feel like... I feel, and so I, I still have to figure out if that 294, 294,000 is people or homes. Because that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, no. How does that make any okay, so tenants or homes? You home? and I live together? Yeah. So, two oh, of us get because evicted, we're both on the lease. But it's got only it. one eviction. I gotcha. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Right. So, how would you find that out? I don't know. I, oh. I mean, I'm sure it's somewhere, some, somehow, but somebody did something. And put it even somewhere. still, even if it was fifty percent, it's still a lot. Yeah. Even if it were fifty percent, over hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's still going to be yeah. a lot to get through. Yeah. Yeah. So the CDC guidelines, which I was going to start thirty minutes Sorry. ago. No, you're fine. Not your. We're good on time. So, <laughs> I certify under penalty and perjury, pursuant to twenty-eight U.S.C. Uh, section one seven four six, that the foregoing are true and correct. One, I have used best efforts to obta- obtain all available government assistance for rent or housing. But I don't have to, I don't have to, as a tenant, I don't have to prove that I have. I just have to sign off saying that I have. Okay. Okay. Number two, I either expect to earn no more than 99000 in annual income for calendar year 2020 or no more than 198000 if filing a joint tax return. Was not required to report any income in 2019 to the U.S. Internal Revenue Service or received an economic impact payment stimulus check pursuant to Section 2201 of the CARES Act. Okay. So that's two. Okay. So how many people make $99,000 a year on average in the country? Less. How many make over that amount? Well, I guess that's a really horrible question to ask. So yeah. on average, most people make 30000 Yeah, you think? I would say. Yeah, on closer average, in your like for the 30 country. to 50 yeah. yeah. So 99000 in income, that's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. And quite honestly, could you survive on 99000 I And still pay mortgage and still be able to like... Yeah, right? I would hope so, yes. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. People have survived with less. It's like $8,000 a month. But if you make less than 99000 you qualify. Qualify for? For the CDC's um, directive that says you don't have to leave. So pretty much the the majority. That's the second (laughs) criteria. The third, I am unable to pay my full rent or make a full housing payment due to substantial loss of household income, loss of uh, compensable hours of work or wages, layoffs, or extraordinary out-of-pocket medical expenses. Okay. Number three. Number four. I'm using best efforts to make timely partial payments that are as close to the full payment as the individual's circumstances may permit, taking into account other non-discretionary expenses. What was that? Five? I lost count. Yeah. 
Um, if evicted, I would likely become homeless, need to move into a homeless shelter, or need to oh move into goodness. a new residence shared by other people who live in course, close quarters because I have no other available housing options. <laughs> I understand that I must still pay rent or make a housing payment and comply with other obligations that I may have under my tenancy, lease agreement, or similar contract. I further understand that fees, penalties, or interest for not paying rent or making a housing payment on time are requ as required by my tenancy, lease agreement, or similar contract may still be charged or collected. And last but not least, I understand, I, full, I further understand that at the end of this temporary halt on evictions on December 31st, 2020, my housing provider may require payment in full for all payments not made prior to and during the temporary halt and, and failure to pay may make me subject to eviction pursuant to state and local laws. May. Surprise! Wow. Wow, so this gets served to them, or is this, no. they apply for So them? we've heard of circumstances where tenants have been evicted, and they have this declaration, they download it, they sign it, they date it. By the way, they don't have to do this, they could do it on a piece of paper, they could do uh, anything, right? They Basically napkin, covering those. They just, just covering these eight mm -hmm. items, and they could submit that at lockout, <laughs> right? So you've been evicted, you got a lockout, Marshall's here shows yeah. up, right? Or yeah. Marshall shows up to, to do the lockout and you know, the, the guys there for uh, changing locks and whatnot, tenant hands the declaration, everybody leaves. <laughs> wow. Okay. So really like first of the year. So that, that gives them until December, end of December. Yeah. Okay. So really this has the, the main thing that this has done is to allow the landlords to start the process. But the reality of it is, is this is not going to, they're not going to see an end to this until beginning of 2021. Possibly. Right? I mean, unless that got extended. Who knows? Jeez. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm just very grateful These that These are my unprecedented times. Everybody yeah. take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> shot, 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 shot. Right? Sorry. Beta woke up. Oh my God, look at that. <laughs> well, and so that's like every Zoom call. Anytime somebody says unprecedented, I'm like, God damn it. I have to go get tequila. Oh my God. You're, uh, what it's is like that called? Pavlo. Pavlo, uh, what's that? Well, you know, like the they te they train you based on like the dog that learned how to eat ba based on him signaling oh, yeah. Pavlo, right? So the word comes out, you're like shots. Yeah, that's what it feels like <laughs> every time. Every time, that's so. actually really that's actually really sad because I think about myself as a like I'm not a big time. I've had it, our past homes that we owned as our primary residences ended up being uh, rentals. And when it first happened, I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, please, I pray that she makes her payment. She split them, which scared me. She like made one um, on 10 days, and one, like, on 10 days late, actually. So oh. we were like, hey, just check in. I want to make sure everything's okay. She sends in her first half of it. And then I'm like, hey, thank you so much for the... <laughs> and then I was like, just checking in on the other half of it. And she sent it in like another two weeks later. And now she's been, you know, and which I'm okay with. Every two weeks is totally fine with me if it's a half a payment. But thinking about that, like, what would I do if both of my tenants just decided not to pay? I mean, outside of being angry, right? Because if you're saying I couldn't even really, I, I'm trying to refinance those homes and I don't want to get anybody, I can't even get an but appraisal you inside. Quick girl. Right? <laughs> I can't even get it. And I didn't want to, um, because I was so afraid of all this tenant crap. Like, hey, can yeah. you open up your door so you can get an appraiser in there? So I basically held off on that. So You didn't get an appraisal waiver? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> my income's not high enough. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's All sad. Good. That's so sad. 
So yeah, things that think things that make you like. Mm -hmm. So what would be really the best practice for a landlord in this, or best case situation for them? I mean, consult like consulting with a realtor doesn't. It's really going to be getting no, with an we, attorney. I mean, so unless we're your property manager, we, we're not supposed to be advising you because there's a contract between you and a yeah. tenant, right? And um, I would say go hire an attorney and see what your options are. There are a few options. We talked about it with Haiti last week as well. Yeah. Um, you know, what your options could be. I just feel like, and it's funny because every time I teach a class, this becomes like a good portion of our topic, right, for that class. And even though it's not meant to be, mm. right, it just weaves in like this is what's happening because this is our this is what's going on in our market. But how does it affect our whole market? And we we've talked about this several times on the show is that now that we can start showing tenant occupied properties with tenants permission, there's also guidelines for that, right? But now that we can start showing tenant occupied properties, hopefully our market will change and we'll get a couple more homes on on the market. So the numbers that you gave for down. for listings, it, that does not include tenant yeah, occupied. It does. Oh, it does. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that number is not going to increase. Like we're going to have more uh, inventory, so to speak. We may. So I, you know, like I had a oh, conversation yesterday with someone. They said, Hey, you know, what do you think about all of the, all of these people who are expecting the market to change and, and decrease by, you know, pricing by 7%. And I said, look, we've had a shortage of inventory. We've had mm -hmm. a shortage of inventory because we haven't had all of these tenant occupied properties. We haven't been able to show them. Right. And so because we had a shortage of inventory and we had this high demand, our prices went up anyway. Mm -hmm. So if we go down by 7%, could that 7% be looked at as maybe a correction? Possibly. Like, I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be like a woof. Yeah. You know? Not like, like it. Yeah. I think that's what everybody is expecting, right? They're thinking yeah. 20 plus uh, decrease in, in values, but you're right. Cause how, how, I mean, I think you gave us numbers on like what our increase was from year over year, just in, just in the short six months, it was like what, 18% yeah. right year over year. Yeah. So you take the 7% correction out of there. That's like your, a normal that's market, normal right? Market. Right. Yeah. And then days, how, do you remember what days on market was, um, or how much inventory we had a year ago? Are we ago? still on stats? Beta. Where are we at? Beta. Beta's like, I cut you guys off like, at 9.30. <laughs> the show's been over. <laughs> I know what you guys are still talking about, but okay. Um, all right, tell me your answer. Can, to ask me your question. The question again. was, how many, what was the inventory like a year ago? Do you, oh, do you yeah, have that I info? Don't, we don't, don't have that? Have Let that me see if I have it. I think um, in yeah, this. it'll be in there for it sure. It will. Yep. I mean, I could look it up, but You're right. Units sold. Okay, so. But remember last year, we had a crazy market too. Remember? Member, what, member, what was member? member? No, I don't remember. That's the name of the show. Member, member, <laughs> member. I don't remember. Member. <laughs> I do remember last year. Like, is this the time for me to sell my house? But clearly, this is a time because I got a I got a ten car garage waiting for me yeah. <laughs> on Hacienda Road. Actually, twelve. Twelve car garage. Yeah. Got it. On Tropicana and Hacienda. Uh, Tropicana. Oh, well, that's kind of in the Hendersonish area. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. You could be neighbors with uh, what's his nuts. Oh, Hammer Hammermeyer. Uh, Dr. Hamrick or Ham Hamrick? Ham You're Hammer. Are we talking about the same guy? No. Oh, but I'd like to Shaq? hear. <laughs> Do you remember the check, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, he has like the crazy, like he had the um. Oh my gosh, what is that? the rocket in the backyard? Da Dr. Hamrick. There's a do there's a, somebody who has a rocket in the backyard. It, it's like he's like known for this whole crazy. Hey, don't call people crazy. I mean, no, the backyard was his stuff that he had in the backyard. There was a, uh, and I remember driving by there a few times, but. 
You've seen this rocket? Yeah, do you, I mean, you can see, you just drive by the street and it's it like a, a it's like a NASA type or NASA, yeah, rocket. Oh my gosh, I'm aging myself. It was many years ago, but um, I said age, not Asian myself, just to be clear. <laughs> okay, so have you seen that upside down house or the below ground home no there's like palm trees underneath the actual like, no is that in vegas it's in vegas can we go see that how much is it <laughs> how many car garages exactly. does it have <laughs> i got a pre-approval letter <laughs> it, it was on sale like a couple of years ago i do not remember like the address of it but it's over by in that little area oh, okay um because i mean how's that you're even... gonna buy your house putting <laughs> <laughs> We're making an offer on after, oh my gosh, we got 10 minutes left. In 10 minutes, Craig Tan, my offer's coming to you in 10 minutes <laughs> or less. 12 minutes. 12, how yeah. long does it take for you to write an offer? I, I don't. I don't we, you don't do them? <laughs> freaky fast. Vonda <laughs> does freaky fast. It'll take you longer to get your pre-approval <laughs> letter. Yeah, for I'm sure. Rocket in the backyard. And then I'll find you that house that's underground. Okay. Underground home in Las Vegas. And it's got like legit palm trees underneath the floor like underneath the ground it's crazy it, you see the roots of it or you see the actual palm? The actual palm tree the what? entire freaking palm tree is underneath it's crazy i mean i'm it's not so crazy yeah i'm really right. a bad green i don't have a green thumb so i'd probably kill them it's palm trees you don't i mean you just i don't know they're automatically watered they are <laughs> You have an irrigation system. <laughs> okay. We might have to. Listen, I am the girl that for 15 years watered a fig plant. So I think you're talking in the you wrong. Did what? So totally not real estate driven. But for those of you who want to learn to love and adore me, this is my story. Uh, we got a we got a plant because I'm not good with plants. We got a plant. And for years, my husband and I always watered it thinking, damn, we are amazing. This plant must be like one of these great like <laughs> plants you can keep in your house. So I had shared with the person who gave it to me. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know what kind of plant this is, but I'm so grateful that you, you, know, you gave it to us because we feel like we could be, we've got green thumbs. And she's like, what are you talking about? Pull out the plant. And she's like laughing her head off. <laughs> yeah, like me. <laughs> she's like, is there not a price tag on the bottom of that vase? I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, that is a fake plant. You like, have like a succulent. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. It's like one of those desert plants. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, so no, I mean, no joke. Cause like there are some times when I'm like, oh look, the leaf fell. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and I legitimately, Rich will vouch for me. We Did you stick it back into the little No, hole, I just like assumed. So I can't even imagine how much algae is inside of the pot. But yes, yeah, so you're it's talking to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. So don't buy me uh, trees or green anything because I can't. I can barely keep a fake plant alive. Dude, you are one hell of a woman. I mean, you can't cook. I you can't, can't. I know. Don't don't say this live because my husband will then realize right. that. Like, <laughs> he knows you can't cook. He's been married to you. For I, a long I make time. an amazing reservation. I can't keep plants alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so talk about rates. <laughs> oh, t back to rots. I mean, nothing real exciting happening with rates, although, you know, there's some concern around the, um, the elections and what that's going to do for, I think, the economy at whole. Um, stock market's been rallying, so we've seen a little bit of movement in the rates, but like an eighth. So nothing even... Up or down? Up. Okay. Nothing to really, like, 
right home about right. And, and it's actually come back down. So the beginning of the week it was up, came back down. So I, I would just say this. I mean, we ha we talk about it a lot. I don't know. what I think rates are going to stay low. But, you know, for us, for people who are refinancing today, they're below 3%, purchasing below 3%. And for those who have are looking at refinance opportunities as well, and you're in like the fours, if we happen to tick over the threes, it may not make sense for you to do. So jump on the bandwagon today while you can. Um, and then on the purchase standpoint, like, I mean, legitimately, if I were to look to move up, I mean, my rate, I'm probably the last one to refinance. Um, my rate is like five and a quarter. And li literally, <laughs> the payment would be the same if I increase my sales price by like two to three hundred dollars. $200,000. Oh, no, Seriously. Are you just afraid of moving? Uh, no, I have a husband who, like, I, yes, I would say yes. I have, a, I have a lot of stuff over 15 years that we would have to figure out how to displace. I mean, it might be time. You think so? To clean. Our lives? Do you know the, the entire country, the entire world purged during this time? What did you do? You know, I worked. Um, you haven't been drinking more wine. That's I have heard. not been, but I have been saving up my <laughs> wine. Did they really purge? A lot of people purged. Really? I purged. I mean, yeah, you did a full reno. I would, I would love to be able to do that. I just, I, we did. I would say we definitely got. You know, we have a new. Ooh, can I come help you? Office, yes. <laughs> if you would like to, if you could talk to my husband about every little thing that we would be purging. Um, that would probably be the, be the hardest piece, though, because 15 years is a long time, right? I mean, yeah. Sydney stuff when she was a baby and all the, like, I you have... can't get rid of her teeth that the tooth fairy took. <laughs> Good thing she's not listening. What are you talking about? Tooth <laughs> fairy? Yes. Um, she still believes in, you know... No, she does Jolly, yes. So... This is a whole different, this is not real estate <laughs> exposed. This Sorry. is Shelly exposed. Um, anyways, yeah. So I, I think that's a hard part, right? Although I have a great story because I bought in the height of the market in 04. And, you know, I was torn between strategic default or, or not, right? I mean, I had easily could do that. And uh, we kept at it. We, we kept our payment, obviously. We never <laughs> refinanced or did any of that stuff. And, uh, Today, my house is worth more than it, it was when we first bought it, and we paid down the balance, and I have great equity in it. I just refinanced my home, um, and now, you know, if we do decide to move, it'll be an amazing rental for somebody. Yeah. That's dirt cheap. So now I look at Can it I as- Can I renovate it? Do you think it needs to be renovated before I rent it? I mean- Yeah? It's been 15 years. Oh, my gosh. It's time for a reno. <laughs> Yeah, we'll I have love to. that stuff. You do? I do. Really? I'm so stoked. I'm like so excited. When you do stuff like again. that? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, we should flip. We really need to get with um, Casey. Casey Ryan yeah. to uh, teach us how to. I can't make his math work. <laughs> I will tell I, you. I will tell you too. His 0.85% was probably the easiest for me to understand, but his whole spreadsheet analysis was like, he's obviously very analytical. He's very smart. He's an, yeah, he is very <laughs> smart. He's an engineering major. But I think one oh, of the crap. things that, that is important to remember is that our market is different, right? Um, I think it'll be easier to be able to do something like that when it's not such a seller's market. Like I, I was potentially going to do that last week with a home. We mm -hmm. talked about it and I was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I did the math. I figured it out. I, I you know, said, here's what the offer's like. And the agent came back and said, we're going to put it in the market and see what happens because oh. the numbers just don't, match like they don't make sense yeah. when you do it right now knowing that a seller could potentially get this much right so 
I said to her, I was like, well, if it doesn't work out and you don't get at least this much on what I offered, call me back and I'll, you know, do it. So, so let me ask you a hypothetical. <laughs> so let's say you have a uh, owner who doesn't want to have people come in and sell the home, uh, come in and see the home, but she needs to sell it to purchase to move on to a new home. The she would rather just give it away to like iBuyer, Zillow, or Open Door, whatever the case is. And you could potentially see that it has a huge upside to selling if she would, you know, like obviously it's a good price area, uh, price range, good location. What would, how would you work through that so that you could get it sold for her, but not necessarily take it through Zillow or? So anytime somebody wants to do that, they're not going to get like top dollar for the home, right? right? Because you, because there's going to be cost for renovation and relisting and dealing with, you know, there's going to be fees. So yeah. even if they go through any of the other, like open doors, Zillow, whatever, like I was talking to Val not too long ago and she was telling me that, that a lot of these companies charge 9% on top yeah. of, which is like, why wouldn't you just pay me the commission of less than that? Right. Or I'll take that. And yeah, <laughs> right? or just that, or just that. Yeah. And, and we'll go from there. But she specifically is doing it for the purposes of not wanting to have anybody come in her home. Her yeah, home. She feels like, I can exit this home. Nobody has to come in. So my question is... So we've got investors that'll do it. Yeah. There's definitely people who will buy it. You and I will buy it and renovate it. And can you do that on your own listing, though? Uh, it wouldn't be my own listing. Oh, you'd have it listed by somebody else? We wouldn't list it. We would just buy it. We would just... Oh, we okay. would just Yeah. Okay. We That's would just what I outright buy it and say, we're not going to list it. That wouldn't make sense. Ah, got it. We buy it as an individual. Of course, as like a for sale by owner? We're, we're agents, yeah. Got it. We have all okay. these other disclosures and blah, 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 but yeah. Because okay. I was thinking of that with um, Ryan Casey, Casey, Casey Ryan. Ryan. Gosh, two first names make it really hard. Uh, Casey Ryan, that's, you know, like how did, how did he get started? Did he just find these homes that, you know, because he, he's an agent, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. And then a seller's just like, I don't want to have it open to open market or I just want to liquidate it and just, you know, what's the best offer and they throw down a number and you're like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, could you, could you really do something like that as a agent? Yeah. So. Yep. hundred percent. Cool. Anyways, but I think that's our show. What do you think? Beta. We made we it. Do we do it? Do we do it? We Whoa. did it without Brandon totally successfully without a problem. <laughs> um, but with that, we can be found just about anywhere uh, that you hear podcasts on and then obviously on facebook.com slash real estate x um is where you can find us we are streamed on uh the podcast sites right the yeah the I, I know i don't even remember what they're called gonna, and youtube like itunes and and YouTube, youtube and you and, know the other places and our normal uh we'll have to get that down since we're replacing brandon our normal um time frame would be 9 30 right yeah. we just came in here for the guy who didn't show up to the, yeah. <laughs> to the we did it early today. so that he could be with us and then he was like sorry yeah what do you think about that brandon yeah do we do okay all right he's not right. here all right gonna be the name of the show what do you think about that brandon? what do you think <laughs> I, yeah i like the other one what was the other topic the other one i don't know he'll watch Vondana it knows everything i know everything yeah no, that I, one is legit. I know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing. You do know what you're doing. I think you're an amazing what realtor. What do you think about that, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> Beta's giving us a sign. Right. Beta, how do we do? We, we did all right? Music, get the music rolling. Hurry okay. up before we start talking again. You got it? You got it? You got it? Are we all?